humble. This is Humboldt Last Week. My name is Miles Cochran. Thanks for tuning in. This is a way to hear Humboldt's top stories from last week while you do stuff, drive, while you're at the gym, walking, working, on a little road trip, when you want it. Please keep spreading the word and share Humboldt Last Week on Facebook. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Connect in all the ways at HumboldtLastWeek.com. Support this week comes from Bongo Boy Studio. Thanks to everyone that checked out local Americana standouts Kingfoot recently at the Sunny Farmer's Market in Arcata, at the Lager Bar in Blue Lake. They've been recording their next album using that great room at Bongo Boy Studio with pristine sound and pro engineers. For more info, call 839-5090 or go to bongoboystudio.com. Also, Adventure's Edge, your local outdoor store to help you get out and hike, bike, paddle, or climb. Located in Eureka next to Wendy's and in Arcata, north of the plaza. Get in on the good deals and outdoor ideas on Facebook and Instagram. That's Adventure's Edge. And Eel River Brewing, hardworking, passionate, original, innovators. That's how they describe the people of Humboldt County. They sought to capture that pioneering spirit in a bottle, in a glass, on tap, in the world's best brewed beer. Take it home or enjoy the pub and restaurant in Fortuna. Online at eelriverbrewing.com. Well, let's get the updates, shall we? Kyle Zollner, who is accused of stabbing and murdering an HSU student at a house party and then saw charges dropped due to a lack of evidence was in court trying to get his cell phone and some laptops back from the police. Loco reported prosecutors were against him getting these electronic devices back because there's still an active investigation, and a judge said he could not get his stuff back. The cops are going to hold on to it for now. There was a press conference about the investigation into the murder of the victim, David Josiah Lawson. Here's Arcata Police Chief Tom Chapman, courtesy of KHSU Public Radio. As of today, we are still waiting for results from that forensic testing that has been done. When you receive those results, whatever they may be and whatever they may look like, that will take the investigation in whatever direction it does. Chief Chapman also said sister agencies have reviewed the case and identified steps to push the investigation forward, and they're still working hard to convict the person responsible for killing Josiah. As usual, he noted they're aware it's hard to be patient through this process. Two people were arrested for allegedly pulling this asshole move of the week, stealing from Betty Chin's storage unit and shitting in it, literally. It's likely these people that did this are the very people Betty's out to help, the homeless. So through tears, she was crying. She told Loco, I feel a betrayal. I love them. I care for them. I shower them and feed them, and they do that to me? Why do they hate me so much? Uh, she has a huge heart, though, and I'm pretty sure she'll persevere through this. She always has, and uh, she's going to continue to work as hard as she can to help. I'll share a comment from the red-headed black belt post, which came from Maggie. She partially wrote, I think they should be put to work. She's talking about the people that did this. Cleaning homeless areas, including the human waste that's left behind. There's plenty of work to be done in Eureka to beautify the town. There is a GoFundMe that's popped up in relation to this. I'll post a link at HumboldtLastWeek.com. It'll be a psychological evaluation before this mom goes to trial for allegedly brutally trying to murder her 11-year-old daughter at the beach near Ferndale. She was heard saying she wanted to remove the demons from this poor girl who was hurt badly. According to Loco, there will be a hearing to review the psychological report July 17th. Someone shot a pit bull, possibly twice, on the side of the neck. Poor Pooch was found in the Fieldbrook area. Vets were able to get the fella on the way to recovery at the shelter. 
The sheriff's office is investigating. You see the pictures with his cone on? He's pretty adorable. If this person was just cruising around shooting dogs, I just want to respectfully say, fuck that person. A three-week trial is over for these two guys allegedly involved in a weed deal gone bad that resulted in the dealer's son being shot to death. One's defense was that the son had a gun and he shot him in self-defense. Nobody saw the son with the gun, though. According to the Times Standard, that defendant was found guilty of second-degree murder. The other defendant said he was outside when the shooting happened and he was on heroin. He was found not guilty and will walk free. Well, we now have the option to pay a few bucks more a month for energy and only use renewable energy. All we have to do is call the Redwood Coast Energy Authority. Eureka City Councilman Austin Allison told the Times Standard, quote, It's a great attainable way to fight climate change by reducing your carbon footprint. He and several hundred others have opted in so far. This is like the exact opposite of, say, buying a Honda, but paying more for it because it says Acura. Your money is actually going somewhere and you should feel good about it. Um, a Humboldt local created an iPhone app called Deed It Forward. It connects people that need help with people willing to help. There's a $2 connection fee, and then these people that are helped have the option to tip their helpers, fundraising campaign of choice using GoFundMe. The creator told Kim Kemp they're debuting this in Humboldt because we're a good community for this kind of thing. Uh, for example, a local sports team or local club could raise money for their GoFundMe campaign. Yeah, yeah so I'm pretty sure the middle school soccer kids Kids are probably going to get more than, say, the help me buy a new BMW campaign. But uh, either way, it's uh, doing good deeds. Hoping for tips. Again, it's called Deed It Forward. The cops in Eureka are giving away 25 grand to organizations working to keep kids off drugs. 15 grand for the Community Access Project in Eureka. Another 10 grand for the Redwood Creek Camp. This is from money cops took or seized from drug dealers. Asset forfeiture. Uh, with new regulations, it seems like most of this money is only available to cops if alleged drug dealers are convicted of a crime. You know, most departments only use these funds on themselves, so it's kind of nice to see EPD donating to a good cause, fighting drug use in our community, among kids. There was that basketball fundraiser helping Deputy Sheriff Charlie Lamb with his medical costs. He has cancer. A great cause. Cop contest. Hoops for the heat. Uh, popo pairing off maybe a little fuzz fight thousands and thousands of dollars raised helping charlie lamb definitely a success well a judge said he'd need more information before hearing a case regarding if the relatively new public defender boss is qualified for his job uh, for the time being, that case was dismissed with 30 days to refile. I saw in the journal that additional information could come when this guy, David Marcus, is under oath soon. If accused of a crime, over half of Humble is eligible to be repped by the public defender's office, so this definitely matters. Uh, this guy's own staff has questioned his ability to effectively run things. Wow, did you catch this one? The sheriff's office is investigating their own practice of selling the belongings of those that have passed away to their own employees, which is illegal. Right now, it looks as if some corrupt things have been happening for years, and Sheriff Hansel is saying, not on my watch. So we're talking about the people that die who have nobody to leave their stuff to. Typically, there's a process for the distribution of that stuff. Usually, it goes back to the government. But it looks like some of it has been interestingly appearing in the possession of certain public employees. 
Read Ryan Burns' piece in Loco. He also spoke with the sheriff about it. Uh, the DA's office and an independent outside investigator will be in on this, uh, looking at it for four to six weeks. Sheriff Hansel said to Loco, if the investigation uncovers that there needs to be disciplinary action taken, they will take that action. Wow, so those are big numbers. There's this viral video of an altercation at a computer repair shop down in Redway that finished with the shop owner bear-macing a guy. These guys are both being kind of babies, fighting over a $50 fee for what the laptop owner says was no work. Shop owner says it was a half hour of work. Laptop owner is refusing to leave the store, and then he gets maced right in his eyes, literally kicked out of the door. Uh, This video was posted by the Facebook page Break last week and it's been viewed over a million times the creators of the video say the shop owner said the cops laughed when they saw this video and that no charges were pressed against anyone have not been able to confirm that with any law enforcement officers yeah i wonder what the official statement is on that maybe there's more to this maybe there isn't anyway i'll post a link to the video at humboldtlastweek.com Well, Elle Snow is a friend of the show. She's been on Humboldt last week before. She is a local sex trafficking victim and activist who was on CNN last week discussing her experiences and efforts to end the game. Snow founded the anti-slavery organization Game Over in 2016. A survivor of forced prostitution, Snow says her trafficker was a drug dealer who had first tricked her into thinking they were starting a relationship. But she says when she agreed to travel from her home in Eureka, California, to his apartment in Sacramento, everything changed. So Elle told CNN that she met this guy, David Anderson, and they just kept bumping into each other when she was 19. He met her mom, her family, she was in love, but she was marked. It was all a lie. When they got to his apartment in Sacramento, he made her wear these six-inch heels and a little pink skirt, uh, things she had never worn before. He told her that her name was now Angel, and he took her clothes, her shoes, her keys, her phone. She was trafficked in the Bay Area for eight months, trying to get away with violence escalating at every escape attempt. And during this time, she felt somewhat stuck because this guy had threatened her 14-year-old sister. She said, quote, I punched him and knocked his tooth out and he got up. I ran to the bathroom and for the next few hours I was beat bloody. I was strangled. I was getting, he was dragging my body to a car when I woke up. Um, my throat was so swollen and black and blue. I still have busted capillaries in it from all that. In 2014, this pimp who went by the nickname King David was sentenced to nine years in prison for trafficking a 16 year old. And Elle's testimony, along with the hard work of the DA's office, made that possible. And as you probably know, since then, she started her organization Game Over, working to end sex trafficking here in Humboldt. She has her eye on these twisted fucks. She said, these guys have a complete structure. They have books. They have documentaries. They have podcasts. In the CNN interview, she talks about how she spends a lot of time every day monitoring local sex ads online, looking for trends. In the CNN piece, she points out one girl who, she says, obviously looks underage. She said, quote, I'm looking to see who they're coming with. This someone showing up and then the same day another person showing up with the same area code and looking for tattoos because traffickers like to brand their victims. The brandings tend to consist nowadays mainly of names, especially names with a crown on the chest or neck. Also, anything to do with currency, diamonds, money bags, as well as anything to do with loyalty to the family. Loyalty to the game. 
made by or property of. On top of that, Elle Snow investigates real cases of human trafficking herself here. She trains law enforcement utilizing her experiences. She speaks to local schools. And you might have heard of this, along with some folks from Delarte, she wrote the musical Jane Doe in Wonderland, which is based on her experiences, kind of like Alice in Wonderland with an anti-slavery twist, of course. And uh, there have been local performances. It looks like the musical is going to be touring California and Oregon next year. They like to hang out in these communities that they go to and do other types of educational work while they're there. Here's the final quote from Elle that CNN used in that last piece. The community rallied around and supported the survivor voices here, especially a rural community. If you're putting posters everywhere and everybody's talking about it and all the teens they try and recruit say, hey, I know what a pimp is. I know those books. All of a sudden the traffickers don't feel comfortable anymore. And so having the community rally around is really it's really changing everything it's pretty phenomenal so i reached out to l and she told me that working with cnn was amazing she said the executive producer of the cnn freedom project leaf corlum was extremely respectful and really had the right priorities while covering this subject uh, that other major news outlets have contacted her but cnn did not want to attack humboldt county and make us out to be a horrific drug ran county that they wanted to address the issues, but they mostly wanted to highlight what Humble is getting right when it comes to combating sex trafficking. So additional CNN pieces are probably going to air in the coming weeks, including L and other locals working hard to protect those that are trafficked here. DA's office investigator Kyla Baxley was in the piece I was just talking about. Humboldt County Supervisor Rex Bone, Eureka City Council member Heidi Messner were in one. Uh, next week, one will probably air with Sheriff's Officer Greg O'Rourke and some other law enforcement officials. And then likely L again talking about traffickers tactics. She said the feedback from the CNN piece has been great so far. She's been contacted by a lot of interesting people, both good and bad. But ultimately, it's been a positive experience, she says. And it looks like the CNN news story has been shared coming up on 4,000 times on Facebook. I mean, Humboldt should be super proud of the work Elle is doing, making sure these issues are the main focus and shining a light on the positive things we are doing to protect our community from sex trafficking dangers here. Definitely let me know what you think about this week's episode. Comments, feedback, it's always appreciated, whether it's uh, directly or on the Facebook, on the website. I want to thank the sponsors one more time. This episode is Bongo Boy Studio, Eel River Brewing, and Adventure's Edge. And I'm excited to chat with you next week. Really, thanks for listening. Bye. Humble. Last. Week.